the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. night in New York City. Good evening, New York City and New Jersey and Connecticut. This is Joan Pelzer for the Arthur Idala Power Hour. And you may be wondering, why is it Joan Pelzer starting the show? Well, I just took over his microphone and his big comfy leather chair. Arthur actually got called out to a meeting and we are live and the show must go on. So he will skedaddle in here skedaddle is that even still a word he will skedaddle in here as soon as his meeting is done it's only a couple of blocks away so we're hoping to get him within the next half an hour and as soon as we do we will switch chairs because right across from me is the ever so dapper imran h ansari esq with very very nice hair hi imran Hey, Tony. How are you? I'm, I, <clears throat> I'm so glad you're this, here with me. Yeah, no, this is great. So, you know, I'm coming in. I've been uh, bouncing around today. I had a deposition in, in Brooklyn. Uh, Lino DeMasi in the firm was uh, my right-hand man today for that. And then I bounced down to our Brooklyn office uh, and got some work done there with Andrea Rigo. Uh, then I battled the traffic back into Manhattan uh, and back uh, into the office. And then, of course, I see Joni, and she tells me that Arthur – uh, is pulled into a meeting because, yes, we do work uh, as attorneys. Legal, first, legal work yep, comes first, first. First and foremost. And she's like, can you jump in and do the show with me until Arthur comes? And I said, sure. Uh, so it's always great uh, to be here with Joni. And normally uh, I would give you this big comfy chair, but I'm like, ooh, I'm feeling some power you go today. For it. You go I am for taking it. the big <laughs> chair. And the microphone with the, the – what is this thing called, Matt, that is over the microphone to prevent me from being too loud? A pop filter. A pop filter, pop filter on the microphone. And, and since Imran, you did you open up there? your mic, <laughs> <laughs> well, I gotta do. I gotta do. Do. I'm gonna ask Imran what he's drinking. But first and foremost, I need to introduce our people. Now, I am Joan Pelzer, the executive producer of this lovely show for the past year and some. And on the other side of the mic. In our downtown studio at 111 Broadway, we have the amazing Matthew Sambolino. Hello. Hello, Matthew. Good evening, Joan I never and call Imran. you Matthew. That's um, well, okay. Sambolino. Sambolino. How was yeah. your night last night, you know, Sambolino? It's, it's funny. New Year's Eve, I got to see our friend Tom Harris. And you he, did. And he saw me. He goes, hey, Sambolino. So it, it's become a thing now, officially a thing. 
Had you ever met him in person before? Uh, yes, yes, you did. At the first, yes, you at did. the first remote right. we did, I absolutely did. And as far as my night was last night, first I was just happy that I even got into Madison Square Garden. There's no, <laughs> no facial recognition affecting me. Well, at you are all. related. Right. You're related to us. Somehow. I know. I was wondering if it would be guilty by association of uh, working with you guys, but I had a great time at the Billy Joel concert. Awesome. What right. was your and favorite song that he played last night? Uh, you know, I really liked um, Piano Man because he had the whole crowd into it, and I think I'm going to end the segment with a little bit of that. <gasps> will you? Yes, I will. That's awesome. Imran was just going to ask you something. What were you going to Yeah, no, you? no. I was going to say that's a great plan, a uh, uh, Valentine's Day plan. I'm sure you guys had uh, a lot of fun. And you got to be careful because Dolan is uh, really putting in all the technology there. So, Sam Bellino, you're lucky you didn't, <laughs> you didn't get uh, you know, netted. I, in the, uh, I am lucky. I actually took a photo of the sign on my way in and I texted it to Arthur. Uh, I'll text it to you, Joan. It's it's funny. I, I didn't see any weird things that I would think would be the facial recognition software. All I saw was the mail detectors, but uh, it's very covert the way they have it set up. Well, I wonder, what does that mean legally, Imran, if it's so, like, can you, when you walk in, if you don't know they're doing it, is that legal? I mean, we know this is a big, big thing. Lino got kicked out. One of our associates got kicked out. Literally right. well, walked you're, you're, out. It is a private establishment, so you're sort of giving up a certain level of uh, expectation of privacy or invasion, you know. And uh, there is now that it's not like they're backtracking on that; they're doing it now. Pretty much, the public knows that there's this technology going in. And of course, you think about it: you're on surveillance camera in many establishments. Whether you go down to the store, uh, you know, or you're walking down the street, you could be on a surveillance camera. So we don't have uh, that level of ex- expectation of privacy on out in the public that we would have, say, in your home. So yeah. uh, it is legal what they're doing in terms of using that technology and cameras and surveillance. It's just frustrating, isn't it? It is, especially if you're you're an attorney and you're representing, uh, you know, a client in a case. And next thing you know, you can't take your uh, daughter. That's as my. This was the case with me. Take my daughter, my six-year-old daughter, to see the Rockettes at the Radio City because that is uh, MSG own property, and I would. That's on the list of places that attorneys can't attend if you're suing. Well, you know, I'm seeing a New York Post article from a couple of hours ago that James Dolan's Madison Square Garden has lined you two up to launch his MSG Sphere Arena in Las Vegas. Does that mean you're not going to be able to go there either? I, I think so. And San Bellino did send uh, this sign where they are letting uh, users or, or uh, people who are coming on the premises know that they're using this technology. So it's almost like, a, 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 you know, enter if you... Uh, if you dare, dare, right? Because they're letting you know. So they're sort of buttoning it up in terms of what they're using. But there are legal challenges to this going on. We'll see how it, you know, percolates. A lot the of a lot of law firms are presenting legal challenges. And I'm, you know, as a law firm here, you guys have, you know, you have Arthur. You have the inside scoop. You've got Imran on the civil side and the the criminal side. So we get the inside scoop with what's going on. So we will keep you all posted on this. Imran, I was asking you before, and now I see you're using a lovely little British espresso cup. What are you drinking? well, this is an espresso cup, which is from Iceland. Oh, and, it's Iceland, you know, not we, Britain. Yep, a few of us I need went glasses. to Iceland. <laughs> and, I, you know, I used to live in Iceland for a period That's of time. That's right. And then in two, 2021, uh, I took the guys, including Arthur, Mike Jacarino, Billy Santo, to Iceland. Uh, and we did a trip there. And this is a little souvenir. I right? did not get my invite. 
But I'm for drinking some, uh, a good Italian espresso out of the Lavazza, and I did a Cafe Corretto because it's the end of the day. It's been a long day, uh, and I added a little Italian liqueur called Borghetti uh, into this uh, cafe, to this espresso. Is that uh, alcohol? Make- it is. <laughs> <laughs> is that alcohol, Imran? Wait, so I never got my invite to Iceland. Let's go back to that. I never got my Iceland invite. Next time, Jim. Oh, God, I feel so left out. Gosh, I hope they don't put an MSG up in Iceland. Well, you know what else? Speaking of MSG, being we're on the topic and being Mr. Sambolino took his gorgeous wife, Briar. Did I say that correctly? Yes, you did. His gorgeous and sweet wife, Briar, to the concert last night. I want to go into that a little bit more. Can you just tell us? I know because I stalked you on social media to see what it looked like <laughs> and what you were doing. Because uh, who knows if I'll even get in there. I'm not an attorney, but you never know. Um, what What was her favorite moment it, in well, the concert? Well, it was a capacity crowd, I would say. And my wife being from Long Island, you know, that they, they revere Billy Joel. He could walk on water. And it was her first time seeing him, and she was so happy to see him. And I know we spoke about it with Arthur, but it was nice to see a, a veteran artist who's still pretty much in his prime and can perform very well out there on the stage. He actually did a little bit of the Rolling Stones start me up. I sent the clip to Arthur. Uh, it was a full band, really good show. Oh, I and, love and it. She, and she loved it. She had a great time. She was singing along as well as the whole crowd. It was really, My really cool. My friend David Wald was with his girlfriend Annie there last night, and they absolutely loved it too, and they said he just rocked it. Yes, he did. He did, puts on a great, great show. My cousins, Carol and Pete, were supposed to go a bunch of years ago, and they couldn't go. My cousin needed some surgery, and they gave me their tickets. And I took my friend, and we went, and it was phenomenal. In fact, every day at home, I use my Billy Joel cup. I had wine <laughs> in it nice. at the time. <laughs> so if you can hear in the background, I'm playing a little bit of Piano Man from last night. All right. Imran, have you seen Billy Joel at MSG? I haven't had the opportunity. Oh, I, listen, I like Billy Joel, and uh, you know, I actually thought about getting tickets at one point. You should have, uh, but you know, I keep hearing <laughs> great things about it. And now Sambolino is confirming that for me, and I think uh, that may be on the list of things to do. Awesome. All right, Sambolino, do we have to go to a break yet? Yes, we do. Let's go to a break, and then when we come back, we are going to talk about deadly epidural epidurals. If your wife has had an epidural, if you've had an epidural, we're going to talk about it next. So. We will be right back after this break. Power Hour. Listen to AM 970 The Answer on Alexa. Tune in iHeart or Odyssey.com. Imagine buying a pair of sneakers and getting a soothing, gentle foot massage like you'd get during a relaxing pedicure just by walking. Skechers' new Massage Fit Sneakers. Because Skechers, the comfort technology company, has designed a unique innovation that makes it feel like you're pampering your feet with a gentle massage in every step. The secret is Skechers' new patented wave technology on the sole that gently massages your feet while you're walking around. Find them for men and women at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. It'll be the biggest crowd in college basketball this season as Syracuse welcomes Duke to the Dome for a 6 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Join us for Orange pregame Saturday at 5.30 on AM 970, The Answer. New York's home for Syracuse University basketball. 
Remember when you were in your teens and you thought you were invincible? Well, the same rationale applies to adults, too. When we're feeling good, we think everything is okay, and we don't need a power of attorney, or we think we don't need a healthcare proxy. We think, ah, we'll worry about that when we're older or we become sick. Well, nothing can be further from the truth. The fact is, if something happens, you might not be able to designate a power of attorney or healthcare proxy. What happens then? Then the state or the courts may have to make those choices for you. Is that what you want? Of course not. It's essential to create a power of attorney and a healthcare proxy as soon as you can when you're healthy. Call Connors and Sullivan, attorneys at law. They really know this stuff. They've been doing it for 40 years. They will help you make a plan that protects you best. You'll designate who you want to make decisions for you. For a free in-person initial consultation with a lawyer, call 718-238-6500. That's 718-238-6500. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. What a drag it is getting old. Kids are different today. I hear every mother say, Mother needs what something. What a drag it is getting old. Is, this, is there a reason for this, Cymbalino? <laughs> I what are you trying to say? What are you trying to say here? Fitting, fitting song. Arthur's six months younger than me, but he's bald. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Is this the Beatles? No. No, this is the Rolling, Rolling Stones. Stones. Oh, it's the Rolling the Stones. Well, Imran would know because Mother's he was invited to go with Arthur to the Rolling Helper. Stones. I never was. The song is called Mother's Little Helper, which oh. is essentially what epidurals are, right? Yes, ah, true. Yeah. Well, very good. Very good, um, what is that word called? What a, very good correlation. <laughs> correlation. So this is the Arthur Idala Power Hour on AM 970, The Answer. And this is not Arthur Idala. This is Joan Pelzer and Imran H. Dot, I'm sorry, ESQ. I always love to say that, Imran. With the beautiful well, hair. He has great hair. Well, considering there was, there's another Imran Ansari who works in government affairs in Long Island. Yes, and it was, there he is. Was on, he was Chuck Schumer's guest at the funny? Uh, State of the Union. And I started getting all these uh, inquiries. Uh, you know, I do... Like some TV stuff, and the reporters are sending me, "Hey, Imran, can we talk about? Can we talk, interview about uh, the you being a guest of Chuck Schumer?" And I was like, "What are you talking?" About? <laughs> you're like, "That's not the right Imran." Yeah. Well, I am so honored that you're here with me. Arthur will be here within the next 15 minutes. So for the second half of the show, he will be in his comfy leather chair. But in the meantime, you've got me, Joan Pelzer, executive producer and DJ hostess with the mostest, Sambolino, who went to see. Billy Joel last night, which I have to keep talking about because I just love it. And I'm going to shout out because my cousin Carol just texted me that she's listening. So are my parents, Roz and Al. And so real shout out to her because I wouldn't have seen Billy Joel if she didn't give me those tickets. And I'm going to – I don't want to steal Arthur's thunder, which I'm sure when he comes he will do this. But I just realized based on uh, Lori Idala Bambina's post – Happy, Happy anniversary. Yes, and we were going to do that also at the end, and we will okay. do it right now because they're – I don't know if they're listening. No, they're not. They're at Carnegie Hall tonight. Happy anniversary to Padre Lou and Chicky Rita. I believe it's 58 years today, 50, is it? 59, 59. Oh, my goodness. 
So they will listen, I'm sure, later, and they'll be shocked that I'm doing it. She called me earlier today, and we had a lovely conversation. We love Chicky Vita and Padre Lu. And Imran, he was here last week. Like, he's been working with Diana on this appeal, like you wouldn't believe. I mean, hundreds of pages of appeal. Yeah. Now, pa- Padre, he's unreal. Padre Lu uh, is such a wealth of, of knowledge. It's, it's really great. So without further ado, I am so honored that we're going to be talking about a very big issue that is happening. There was a January New York Times article reporting the death of a new mother from surgery complications from an epidural. And apparently it went viral. Imran, you have two children with Sumira. Did I say it correctly? I always like to say Sumira. You're buddies, too. I know, and I, but I, she lets me say. Sumira. I like to say Sumira. You know what it is? It's my way of saying it, because I'm Hindi. Uh, right? I'm Hindi. And she had two? She, yeah, we yeah. have two children. You have two children. She had epidurals the both times. Both times, yes. And Briar? Yes, you said that right. I did. There you go. I always screw up names. I don't know why. Briar had one as well, correct, Sambolino? Correct, she did. With Nora. Yes. Yes, okay, so we have two amazing guests today, Dr. Abraham Schneer. He has been a practicing uh, practicing neurology for over 40 years. He trained at the finest institutes, including Columbia, Cornell, Pittsburgh, George Washington, etc. And he's lectured intensely on computerized devices for Medtronics, Cyberonics, and he's currently a medical consultant for a company called Milestone Scientific, which develops computerized drug delivery instruments that that provide virtually painless and precise injections and aim to disrupt this market, this epidural market, based on a lot of what's going on with this issue. And we have a second guest. They're in conjunction with one another, Brian Goldstein, who's a physician, a former board-certified surgeon, nationally recognized trial lawyer with over 25 years practice in concentrating on the complex medico-legal cases. And... We want to talk to both of these gentlemen tonight about this issue. So I'm going to start with you. Welcome to the show, Dr. Abraham. Thank you for having me, Joan. It's Thank you for being here. Um, can you tell us about epidurals? So tell us about what an epidural is and how this kind of a tragedy, how could somebody die from this? And this happened in Brooklyn, New York. Yeah, so basically um, this was a tragedy that occurred on a 26-year-old Uh, who had a beautiful young girl who's currently now three years old, about three years old, and she's grown up without her biological mother, which um, is due to a botched epidural injection. And what an epidural is, is you take up a needle, which is a large bore needle, large needle, and you basically uh, put the needle into the epidural space uh, with a catheter, and then you inject an anesthetic, to block the nerve or block the pain so you can have a painless delivery. Unfortunately, uh, the technique that's used is a technique that was developed in um, 1885. 1885, um, so like over 100 years ago. Over 100 years ago. And it was developed, uh, actually the first one that's used, it was on an animal, and subsequently it was developed, and we still use basically the same technique. Now, you spoke a little bit about before about facial recognition and surveillance equipment and cameras, and the same thing happens in medicine where we have electronic thermometers, we have electronic blood pressure cuffs, we have CT scans, MRI scans. I can go on and on. If you ever go to a hospital, you just hear all the beeping going on. 
but the epidural injections have never evolved. Now, wow. with, that, with that said, we do have computer-assisted devices now. One is made by a company called Milestone Scientific that's able to measure the pressure in real time, and it's, it's effective 100% of the time. Now, there was a recent study that came out of uh, Stanford University that says now this is amazing, and it kind of blew my mind because there's approximately 9 million epidurals given in the United States a year, and the study that came out also was published in the British Journal of Anesthesia said there's a 21%, hear me, 21% adverse effect of epidural injections. Wow. Is so that, is that considered mayor, high? Well, 21%. So you got a, a, a one in five. Wow. You know, you go in with a, a you're having a baby, you're going to expect, oh, everyone's going to come and going to cheer you and say, wow, I have a baby, congratulations, the balloon, the candles, everything's going to come, the candies are going to come in, and there you are with, a, with this debilitating headache or debilitating side effect, you know, and, and basically you're going to lose the whole bonding experience. I'm happy I'm, I'm talking to you and not Arthur because you're a woman. <laughs> so if anyone can understand this, you should be able to understand this. Here you are trying to bond with your baby, and you're holding your head. Imagine when he first comes out, he's the biggest headache you ever had. Imagine what's coming in the future. Wow. Well, I don't have so children can... myself, but my I have beautiful two nephews and niece and many friends who have kids, and a lot of them went through not such an easy delivery. Some chose epidural, some didn't. So what what are what are the other side effects that they would go through? So so as far as just the other side effects go, you know, I, I know that you can probably tell from my accent. I'm a New Yorker. I love New York. I, I love, love your Yankees. accent. I love the Yankees. And Anthony yeah. Rizzo, right before the playoffs, he yeah. was in terrible pain, so he had an epidural injection. Next thing that happened, he was on the disabled list. Wow. And he, okay, we don't like sure that. Gonna, yeah, we don't like we someone being sure. on the disabled list from this. Correct. Yeah. And we were not sure if he was going to play in the playoffs. Yeah, you know? yeah, so, I get so this. Has, someone has to stop this. You know, with all the insurance companies and all the regulations that's put into place and all the committees I have to go to get this into my hospital, someone's got to stop this and say, wait a minute, you know, all these people are suffering years yeah. and years and years and we can't get appropriate technology in, you yeah. know, into hospitals without all these regulations and all right, these right. other right. insurance codes and everything you know else what? that plays. Yeah, we, we, I, this is, this is just so, it, it's so sad to me. I want to yeah. bring Imran I'm, in to ask Brian a question about this on the legal side. Yeah, I'm going to jump in here real quick. Brian, um, nice to have you. You are what I call a double-edged sword. You are an MDJD. When I was in law school, there was someone who was studying, uh, who was a doctor and getting his JD. And, and I just sort of looked at this guy uh, with a lot of, uh, you know, uh, very enamored by that. But this is let's talk about the legal consequences uh, of of things here. Uh, you know, there's a certain thing called standard of care, uh, you know, where negligence in the uh, in the medical field uh, amounts to malpractice. With epidurals and, you know, this latest incident, um, do you see uh, an opening in terms of, of a possible lawsuits coming out in terms of uh, how an epidural is administered uh, and, and things like that? Well, yeah, listen, I appreciate it. And I'll tell you, not only have they come out, I mean, I've handled them. Um, and the one thing you've got to understand is that 
you know, you're talking about headaches, but I've had death cases from epidurals that were completely preventable. And I've had, you know, fathers take their, you know, newborns home and their mothers in a casket. It's, It's outrageous when you have, you know, every line, every tube, every drain now is put in under X-ray or direct vision. And even simple IVs, peripheral IVs they put in the hand are, you know, you can have ultrasound guidance. So when you're taking a needle and you're sticking it into a spine directly at the spinal cord, um, you know, it's, it's, it's absurd in 2023 that they're doing it completely blind. And, I, you know, I got to tell you, it's, it's, um, it's crazy because the, the defense to these cases is correct, quote, standard of care, close quote. And so the standard of care is everybody's blindly sticking a needle into the spine. And Mm -hmm. so that's the defense, and that's usually wins because everybody's doing it. So the corollary to that is why don't we increase the safety to the patient, not just the elite centers that are, you know, buying this product, and you know, stopping the negligence. Why is it not negligent not to use, you know, state-of-the-art equipment? It's it's absolutely insane when you have, you know, uh, babies going home without their mothers and, and fathers taking their, their, you know, wives home in caskets. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, Brian, we see as attorneys often litigation and lawsuits sort of having a effect on other industries. When there's a lawsuit now, it calls into question a certain standard or whether there's a, a, you know, a certain attention or equipment being used. Do you see litigation being a catalyst or an incentive or a push for the medical field to sort of change things up, maybe improve on uh, older science and start using the equipment, the improved equipment uh, as a sort of industry standard? Um, do you see that happening? Yeah, you know, I, I hate to say it, but, you know, everybody's got, you know, the ambulance chasing, you know, frivolous lawsuit uh, issues. And I, I look at it very differently. I mean, I do my best when I see a policy or procedure that causes a death to make sure that part of the resolution to the case is to change that policy or procedure. And, you know, that that's really what it's about. I got to tell you, I've done multi-district litigation cases involving a large number of plaintiffs. And you're right. When it hurts a pocketbook, then the eyes open. Um, In in these cases, you're only seeing the high-profile cases. So you're seeing, you know, a a, a Yankee player. You're seeing this poor death, you know, this case. But what about, as as Dr. Scheer told you, what about the, you know, hundreds of thousands of people who really don't know any better? And if you sat them down... And hopefully this, I appreciate the opportunity to be here because it's something that has to be talked about. Because if you, if you had a woman who's going in for, for labor and you say, listen, you got the low man on the totem pole who's going to, you know, give you an epidural or, you know, you can go to a different center. We didn't, we just decided not to buy this product. And, mm. you know, we're going to give you the first year resident or the intern to come ahead and put, put this, uh, this epidural in. Right. I have to tell you, I, you know, I, I did my residency at, at, I guess it's now the Presbyterian, but it was New York Methodist in Brooklyn. And, you know, you'd put these in. It was epidurals or a, what we call a see one, do one, teach one. It's the low man on the totem pole. Nobody likes to do them. And, you know, you have the, the, the lowest person 
placing these things. If, these, if, if the women knew and the patients knew really what was going on and what was available and that it's really an economic issue and not a big economic issue, but an economic issue just, just to, to buy these products, people would be outraged. And, and I, I really appreciate the opportunity to be here to yeah. you know, hopefully no, thank the you. This is a great conversation, and it's something that we would like to continue ongoing. Dr. Abraham Shear, I I was calling you Dr. Abraham. It was just easier. Can you just tell us um, from your perspective now, how are, you know, this company Milestone Scientific is disrupting, right, the epidural injection. So how are they doing that? Okay, so so before I say that, I just really want to just say one other thing I think is really important. As as, as far as Woodhull Hospital goes, uh, the fact that, this patient died they built a whole new maternity suite and they pumped millions of dollars into the maternity ward at the hospital but as brian said they didn't correct the problem Uh, they should have said she died from an epidural let's get in touch with milestone scientific and and buy a device that's going to prevent further complications which they didn't do so as far as milestone scientific uh, disrupting the industry. Basically, what it is is they have a they have a, a, a device that's able to monitor the pressure of the epidural space in real time. So when they're in the epidural space, they know exactly where they're at. When they're in the epidural well, space, that would help. <laughs> you would, yeah, would that would help. help. It's a hundred percent effective. So when you talk about a twenty-one percent complication rate of nine million people. You know, to reduce the complication Scary. rate and, and not send women home in caskets and not have paralyzed people and not produce all these serious side effects. As Brian said, I have to quote him. It's absurd. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds it sounds ridiculous. And it's not just I mean, it's not that it's, that we're making light of it. It's not just moms. It's other people that are getting epidurals as well. So there's a lot of people going through this and there's got to be an alternative. Medicine it's, it's has to keep up with the times. It's used in pain management. Yeah. Yeah. Well, promise us you'll give us an update when there's more information. Please, both of you, Dr. Abraham Shear and and Brian Goldstein, MDJD, double, double. um, Please, please reach out and come back and talk to us about this when there's other changes and when you find that more people are are listening to you. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us on the Arthur Idella Power Hour. We are going to go to a quick break. And guess what? Arthur is back in the house. So as soon as we get back, we will have Carol all talking for Wellness Wednesday with the one and only Arthur Idella. We'll be right back. Hi, Kevin McCullough. It's a Wellness Wednesday brought to you in partnership with Balance of Nature. You want to take your fruits and veggies and be healthy, but you also want to catch us because Dr. Jeanette Nishwat joins us uh, dissecting some of the biggest medical stories of the day. That's Medical Night Tonight Wellness on Radio Night Live. Marketing your business is hard. It's so competitive, and getting new customers is as hard as keeping your existing ones. We know it because we're a local business, too. So when it comes to marketing your business and getting new customers, we know how to do it. Our digital marketing firm, Salem Surround, is built to create customized solutions to your business, not your competitors. 
just you. Reach out to us at SalemSurround.com and we'll work with you to create those solutions that will increase your business and bring you new customers. SalemSurround.com. Want more AM 970 The Answer? Go to am970theanswer.com to listen live. Tune in to podcasts from the shows you missed anytime you want. Learn more about our advertisers. Join the AM 970 Fan Club and sign up for events. am970theanswer.com So let me ask you, would you like a career in the legal field making great money without having to go to law school and incurring all that debt? One that allows you the flexibility to choose where you work, for whom, and how frequently. Well, there's this high-powered and lucrative career that you really need to know about. It's called court reporting. Court reporters and captioners are in higher demand than ever before. Court systems, schools, and television stations are all looking for these professionals to record and caption everything from depositions to court cases to live events. The NCRA has partnered up with Plaza College to offer a free two-week virtual seminar that gives you a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning. The program is called A to Z and is being offered free and can be completed from the convenience of your home. Sign up today by emailing Info at plazacollege.edu. That's info, I-N-F-O, at plazacollege.edu. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Hello, this is John Leventhal. I am a partner in the law firm of Idala Bertuna and Kamins. I have been a lawyer for 43 years, including 13 years as a trial judge and 13 years as an appellate judge. I have presided over almost every kind of civil and criminal case, and I have seen litigants facing almost every legal problem you can imagine. What is the most important thing for a litigant to do? It is to obtain the right lawyer, someone with the ability to navigate you through the court system and achieve the best possible outcome. At Idala Bertun and Kamins, that is what we offer. When I was on the bench, Idala Bertun and Kamins earned the reputation of being the boutique law firm that fights passionately for their clients in the most professional manner in both civil and criminal cases. I am proud to be a member of the Idala Bertun and Kamins law firm, where our lawyers will give you the powerful representation you all deserve. Welcome back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with lifetime New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala making the case for the city he loves. Here's Arthur. Little clash. Way to go, my man. Nice pull. So before I go to um, my next guest, and I'm so excited. Well, first of all, hi, it's Arthur. Thank you, Joni and Ron. Um, every once in a while, you know, the whole lawyering thing, you know, it definitely takes a priority. Those people who, who question that, uh, there's no need to question it. I'm always a lawyer first. I mean, after the whole family and God and all of that stuff. Um, so, yes, I, I was I was being lawyerly. But thank you, Joan. And thank you, Imran. Well, and before you get started, I have to ask you, how was your Valentine's night with your honeys? Um, yes. Well, honeys is multiple. I have multiple honeys. You have a lot of honeys um, at home. Uh, but I don't want to, um, Sam Bellino, do we have Carol with us? Yes, she's on hold. Well, I'm, I cannot put, we'll talk about my honeys yeah. afterwards. We have to go to Carol Alt. It is Wednesday. Luke is here, so it's, I know it's Wednesday because he's always here on, on Wednesday. But um, when you want to get well, when you think of wellness, when you think of beauty, when you think of exquisite beauty, when you think of intelligence, elegance, grace, 
Um, let's see. What else am I talking about? Kindness. Great, great businesswoman. Very kind. Doesn't just adopt cats. Adopt cats that are in bad shape. The one and the only Carol Alt. Hi, Carol Alt. Are you guys buttering me up? Absolutely. No, I I, I only speak the truth, Carol. I only speak the you truth. Know, There's I not one that word. You, Arthur. That I know about you. You're born December 1st. You know, we're sad. We always speak the truth. There's not one word that came out of my mouth that anybody who knows you would uh, disagree with. So, first of all, I asked Joan if you could come into the office, into the studio, so we could do the whole Facebook thing. So because people love watching you on Facebook and doing your thing on Tuesdays with your shoes. and So where are you? Are you allowed to tell us or are you at an undisclosed location? No, no, no. I was just I was out of the city, and I just got back in, and I just couldn't make it up to you in time. That was all. Listen, okay. Arthur, you don't think you... I would want to be in front of you having fun in the office whenever I come up there and do interviews. We have such a good time. So if I I know, Joe, made, Joe it, made it sound like the answer was going to be like you were in Thailand I, or Cambodia. I made it like a covert operation, Carol. She's like, she's like she can't <laughs> oh, be no, here. I'm sorry. Nope, it was really, really boring. I was out on Long Island, and now I'm back, and I'm headed to Venice, and um, so that that's part of the issue, too, is I'm like a little bit crazed at the moment. But yeah, things are good. Things are good. So... I I hear you want your people to get healthy after the Super Bowl. What's going on? So I'm going to be honest with you. I I I did the whole Super Bowl thing. I went to friend's house and like Carol, it is just <clears throat> the food on Super Bowl Sunday is it's got to be the worst food of the whole year from a healthy point of view. It's got to be. I mean, I can't, I mean, Thanksgiving, I mean, you go with the turkey, you go with the white meat. Uh, Christmas Eve, we do, you know, we do the seven fishes, and that's all good. I mean, but the Super Bowl, it's like, oh, my God, the pigs in the blanket and the macaroni and cheese and the chili and the chicken wings. You know, luckily, they served a lot of salad where I was. So I dove in. But I tried everything. I just mentioned ribs. So what, what do you do? What's the Carol Old Detox for Super Bowl Sunday? You know what the problem is, is everybody thinks that they have to have all these really fattening, fried, you know, greasy foods that have all kinds of sauces on it to have really tasty foods. When I wrote my books, what I wanted, what I looked for were recipes that were really good and delicious. You know, why let the Super Bowl stop at Super Bowl? You know, we should be partying and eating beautiful, healthy foods all the time. Guacamole, for example. All right. It's all raw. You could do tomatillo guacamole. You could do you could do salsas. You can make crackers. You can make muffins. You can do all kinds of things raw. By the way, you could get all your raw milk cheeses in any Whole Foods store. You can get raw chocolates. You know, there's so much stuff that you can mix in so that you're not just eating all bad foods, but that you're eating some really good, healthy foods in between. Does that make sense to you, Arthur? Well, it, it's uh, look. I'm very lucky, Carol, because. In all sincerity, like, I enjoy vegetables. Like, my, you know, my friends look at me sometimes and, like, they think I'm a weirdo um, because, like, I'm grooving on asparagus. Like, just <laughs> grilled asparagus ditto, with, ditto. Some, with some olive but oil. It's the, way, it's the way you prepare them and the way you present them and the, and the different sauces that you can dip them in. I mean, there's so many different sauces that you could make that are healthy, that taste good. Half the time, I make chocolate mousse. I don't tell people what's in it. I let them taste it first and love it. And then I say, oh, it's made with avocado. You know what I mean? So there's so much, yeah, there's so much stuff you can do. And sometimes it's actually fun. You know, I I, I fool my guests. They think they're getting a rich, disgusting dessert that tastes great and is so fattening and they're being decadent. And then I tell them it's avocado with a little honey and chocolate. And they go like, oh, my gosh. 
Like, then they can't believe it. I mean, I, I can get you a raw tiramisu, my Italian friend. I know. I've, I've tasted it. You brought it around. I don't know where you brought it. You either brought it to the Friars Club or Tony Lobianco's or somewhere. But I've somewhere. definitely tasted your, your, your raw tiramisu. I think Joan has a question. I am. My mouth is watering for your mousse, for your chocolate mousse with avocado. And I will tell you, I like avocado and I like it in things like that. You don't taste it and it gives you that added oomph. I just love that you're doing this. You know, that's the thing. Half of these foods that have no real flavor of their own, like spaghetti, for example, it has no real flavor of its own. So, but it, it takes the flavor of the sauces that you put on it. So, you know, you can be healthy and make, you, you can make zucchini. You can make, you could, um, you know, in the mandolin, you can make zucchini or cucumber and then put amazing sauces on it. I mean, fresca, come on, it's just, you know, ripe, fresh tomatoes with garlic and olive oil and salt. I mean, it's so good. And everything I, there. Carol, I want to ask you a question. Um, yeah. I had a, a cardiologist in my office the other day, last week. Right. <clears throat> Pretty well-known guy. And I'm very lucky. My lipid panel is very good. But I was asking him about, in general, about cholesterol and lowering the cholesterol through diet. And he said it's very, very difficult to do because, number one, most people don't have the self-control. Uh, number two, uh, he said in his observation it's very hereditary and really the what really brings cholesterol down is the lipid is the um the statin pills that they that they prescribe what does carol alt have to say about that well first of all i say that if you're eating cooked fats yes it's very hard to get your your lipids down because you're eating constantly replenishing your supply by eating cooked fats so i always tell people like listen if you're going to fry something up you know, cook it a little bit in water and let it fry down and then add the olive oil afterwards. And that seems to, you know, because it's, it's and, and Udo's Choice Oils, because those oils are really good for you. Because here's the thing, fats can kill, but they can also give you life. They can, they can bring life back to your skin, to your hair, to your nails. It's, they rebuild the muscles and ligaments in your body. I mean, nothing's built from carbohydrates. Everything's built from you know, essential fatty acids, essential amino acids. That's raw fats and raw, raw proteins. My friend so, Joan here looks like she wants to crawl through the radio to like be in your presence. She's studying. It. She's studying I'm everything you're saying. Well, because I'm thinking of my mom. My mom has high cholesterol and she's on a drug for it. And yet she eats healthy. Right, so and you are so it. right, so, though. I'm going to tell you what, my, what I did for my mother. I just did it for another friend of mine. I put them on oatmeal. Oatmeal in the morning, just plain, plain oatmeal. Okay. I've, I've had a few friends that have asked me about this, and I put them on oatmeal, and it seemed to help. Now, don't go off your statin. Just get your cholesterol down that your doctor wants to take you off your statin. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what I Carol, I got one. I got one Mommy, minute to go. Mommy, listen, you have to have oatmeal. I have one minute to go, and I just, Raquel Welch passed away today. Oh, <gasps> oh no, I didn't know that. Oh, 82. Yeah. Wow, that's the, that's the end of an era, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, she was she was special. Oh. That's for sure. She yes, had this whole she, she had this whole country in the palm of her hand. Yes, she did. She did. Wow. Uh, wow. Carol, before we go, just yes, tell us did. what you're up to lately and where people should be looking for you. Well, we're working on Paper Empire. We're we're shooting that with Kelsey Grammer. Um, headed off to Venice to shoot a little movie, and then. I'm hoping to go to Cannes. I just found out we might be bringing the movie to Cannes. So I'm very, very excited about that. 
So yeah, I got I got a couple little things going on. Not so as you not as come busy back. as you, Arthur, with your yeah. radio show and your law your law practice, which well, I know, you know now law is you, number one. <laughs> you know what? On December first, babies, we don't you know we don't like to let grass grow under our feet. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only Carol Alt. Thank you so much, Carol, for finding the time. You are the best. B E S T. Always, best. I always find time for you, Arthur. Thank you so much. All right, folks, that was Carol Alt. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back, and then I will tell you what we did last night, and uh, I'll tell you how many miles I walked today. Don't go anywhere. Beautiful girl. Oil investments involve a high degree of risk, and actual results may vary. Oil and natural gas keep going up as the Russia conflict escalates. Get in on the next major oil boom now and help the U.S. with your patriotic investment that can potentially pay you monthly income for up to 20 or more years. That's the sound of a producing oil well and the sound of a smart investment. If you're an SEC-accredited investor and have at least 25000 liquid now, you can take advantage of Encore Energy's projects and a huge tax savings for this year. If you invest in oil and natural gas, you're allowed to write off nearly 100% of your investment in the first year. Goldman Sachs is projecting oil to go up to $100 a barrel, and natural gas is the fuel of the future and trading at record prices. Call 800-287-6691. Encore Energy is a major your investor and experienced operator in its core area of operations. Call now and learn how to deduct 100% of your investment and create 20 or more years of potential monthly income. Call 800-287-6691. That's 800-287-6691. Every day we hear news about violent assaults, carjackings, and other acts of crime spiraling across the United States. Washington's answer is to confiscate your guns, but a new book from Regnery offers hope for a better solution. Professional firearms instructor and veteran gun store owner Larry Correa's new book In Defense of the Second Amendment pulls back the curtain on Washington's gun-grabbing agenda and how you can protect your rights as well as your family. Yet In Defense of the Second Amendment, new from Regnery, available at Amazon.com. Perillo Tours is starting their 78th year in business with vacations to Italy and now Hawaii, Spain, and Greece too. I want you to join Joe Piscopo, our very own Joe, on a special Perillo tour to Italy. Steve Perillo and Joe have put together a very special Rome and Sicily customized tour. Three nights in Rome, plenty of time to see the most important sites, and a private, fun-filled dinner performance by Joe Piscopo. Next, you fly to Sicily for three nights in Taromina with special day trips along the coast, including Savoca, Forza de Argo, for sites of actual filming events from the iconic movie The Godfather. A wonderful wine tasting at Mount Etna, and then on to Palermo for three additional nights before flying home. The tour dates are October 18th to 28th. Call Perillo Tours at 1-800-431-1515. 1-800-431-1515 or visit perillotours.com. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970. The Answer. Assemblino, who do we got here, buddy? So we're playing a little bit of Rod Stewart because I thought this was an interesting fact that I had to even look up. So today in 1991, Kelly Emberg, the ex-girlfriend of Rod Stewart, filed a $25 million palimony suit. I had no idea what a palimony suit is, but apparently (laughs) it is compensation paid by one member of an unmarried couple to the other after separation. 
The couple lived together from 1985 to 1990. Stewart later said, instead of getting married again, I'm going to find a woman I don't like and just give her a house. There we go. Very nice, Ambolino. Is that what you're going to do? No, I hope not to be divorced. I'm with you. So, uh, you know, first of all, thank you again, Joan and Imran, for filling in the first half of the show. Thank you, Carol. All Thank you, Sambolino, for holding down the fort. I'm sure Joan was out of control. Um, You know, Joan asked me. No, he only played the song once. Okay. Joan Joan asked me um, about Valentine's Day, and it's interesting because I spent some of Valentine's Day with Sambolino. You did. Yeah, even though he was at Madison Square Garden, where I'm not allowed to go, uh, watching Billy Joel. Uh, so after I came home and we did a whole, like, presents exchange, um, and Ariana was up and Arthur and Marianne, and, and they got me a bunch of nice presents. And oh. I, <clears throat> Arthur, quote-unquote, got his mom a very nice present from Daddy and Arthur and Ariana. Um, we then went up and we did Family Bed. And we watched the second half of the B movie, which is hilarious with I Jerry love Seinfeld. That movie. And then we watched the first half of the Smurfs, where I kind of dozed off a little bit. But it was so the best part was Arthur was all cuddled up on me. And then um, it was kind of time for Daddy to go because the kids get pretty hyper when Daddy's there. So if I leave them alone with Mom, she'll fall asleep. Okay. They'll fall asleep with her, and of course she winds up falling asleep with them. So then I went upstairs to my little home office. And there on my desk, and it was relatively early, it was like 9 o'clock, was Sambolino's Christmas present to me, which is the Rolling Stone book of the 500 greatest albums of all time. 501. Right, 501, because the 501st is the Rapid Pulse album. Um, But it is, um, it was great, actually. I sat there, I probably sat there for over an hour um, I went through all 500. I mean, some of them you just zip over. Wow. But um, as one might imagine, a lot of Rolling Stones albums in there. Um, a couple of you two. A lot of, put it this way. A lot of the music you hear on the Author Idola Power Hour, those they're from songs from that list. Um, so it was cool. It was cool. Some of them I, you know, I didn't agree with, but that's okay. Um, <clears throat> so Sam Bellino, thank you very much for my Christmas You're present welcome. that I. I got Super to look at in, in uh, what's the February 14th. Oh, before I forget, today is my mom and dad's 59th we, wedding I anniversary. To her today. 59 years ago. They're in Carnegie Hall. They got married. They're on their way to Carnegie Hall. They're probably in the, uh, probably in the car service right now, a little Harborview action, uh, listening to us here uh, on their way into Carnegie Hall to see Michael Feinstein. And uh, I believe, as legend has it, uh, they met on January the 22nd, 1960, at a dance at Fordham. My dad was supposed to go and watch. It was a big boxing uh, match that night. I know it was Sugar Ray Robinson. I forget exactly who he was fighting. I should know that. I can look it up. January 22nd, 1960. No, and January 15th. January, when he met her. It was oh, January oh. 22nd, 1960. Uh, put in Sugar Ray Robinson versus... And uh, there was a, a, a tall friend, a short friend, and my mother was in the middle. My father danced with the tall one, then he danced with the short one. And both times he's dancing, he's asking about my mom. Paul Pender. Paul Pender, that is correct. Um, and How fast was that? That huh? was good. That was good there, uh, Mariah. Wow. And um, then he, so he, by the time he danced with my mom, he, he knew everything about my mother. And then they started dating. And, you know, back then my father would not get, he would go to law school. And he wouldn't get engaged until he was obviously able to uh, pay for it. 
uh, you know, to support someone. Again, as legend has it, uh, he passed the bar exam in the, the fall of 1963, I believe. Um, somehow got a few bucks together and to buy a ring. I think he proposed in the bathroom uh, while he pretended he was changing the film and the camera because back then you had to go into a dark place to change film and the camera. And then they lived next door to the Alamos that owned a bunch of uh, places in Brooklyn, uh, waiting places, the Hollywood Terrace, the Imperial Terrace, and the Cotillion Terrace. And I think one day they came home and Benny Alamo said he was one of the owners. He's my, ne- he's my cousin Alex's grandpa. Said, oh, yeah, I got a cancellation today for February 15th, the day after uh, Valentine's Day. And I think my parents looked at each other and said, you know, do you want to you grab it? And that's how they picked it. And apparently, obviously, I wasn't there. But it, for 1964, uh, February 15th, it was a huge wedding. There were, I don't know, hundreds of people, like 400 people. And like, because my grandfather, my mother's father was an attorney and he worked for the city and he'd been saving up for a very long time. So um, we had a blowout 50th wedding anniversary for them nine years ago uh, in the New York Athletic Club. And um, God willing, in a year, we'll have a blowout. I already kind of know where I want to do it. Um, and because, um, you know, who, who's married 60 years anymore? Um, my day was so crazy. I just looked at my Fitbit. I walked almost 10 miles today. Wow. No gym, no working. I did, I did do, I did a set of two sets of 30 push-ups, but on these like push-up bars where you got to go all the way you down and touch the floor. Me and Leventhal. And then Luca did 13. Luca, thank God, passed his uh, English regent. Yeah, baby. So we got that out of the way. June, he's got to take the American history regent. Tomorrow, we're doing something crazy tomorrow, we Thursday. Are. Quick, three, four, two. One. Okay, there goes Joan. Do you not hear Sam Bowen counting us down? No, I okay. didn't hear it. Thank you. See you tomorrow. <laughs> The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons, PC. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.